0: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have liftoff.
1: Welcome to Matt and Friends Drink the Universe. Universe.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Matt and Friends Drink the Universe. The theme for today's episode is In Local Brews. The idea behind In Local Brews is that I'm going to go out to some wonderful local spots with my friends to find you some great places to go drinking with your friends. Matt and Friends Drink the Universe is located in the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania, and here we have a very vibrant and diverse drinking scene. We have 30 microbreweries, 15 wineries, and 15 distilleries in a 25-mile radius in and around the Lehigh Valley. We're really excited to go out and highlight these wonderful spots in our local community. Please keep in mind, we're not professional food or drink critics. We're just here to have a good time and to relay our experiences to you. Now that said, I will admit I'm a bit of a picky eater and so is my guest that is with me here today. Really excited to have her with me. So let me introduce to you not only one of my great friends, but my best friend.
1: Hello, listeners. My name is Jen. I'm also known as Matt's wife.
0: So, yes, I have a wife during the first couple episodes that we recorded. Everybody that was here were introducing their spouses. Chris and Siobhan brought each other along to record the first episode. Rob was talking about his wife, Dorothy. And I got to the end of my first recording and realized I didn't even mention Jen. And she really wasn't happy about it. Because you're an idiot. Well, that's... Also true for anybody that's listened to the Drinkables episodes, that's pretty obvious.
1: Yes, he totally forgot to mention any of our snorkeling trips in that first episode or anything that we did together really for that time. Jen and I have been to a few really nice
0: places, snorkeled in some really nice places, and I was so concentrating on just having good episode content and making sure that everything was running I totally neglected to mention my favorite snorkeling story with Jen, which is we were down in St. Martin. We were snorkeling in a beautiful reef and enjoying the scenery, and there were a bunch of sea urchins underneath us. And we were over top, and Jen was a little skeeved out because, I mean, you know- It was shallow. It was shallow. There were one or two foot spikes on these sea urchins. They were rather large. They looked a little scary. They looked
1: terrifying.
0: Yes, and I reached over and just kind of pinched her on the rear end. Because
1: he thought that was a great idea, everyone. He thought that would be so funny. Well.
0: If if I could go back and do it all over again. He almost got
1: hit in the face in the ocean. She did take a swing at
0: me. It was a good right (laughs) hook. And I will tell you.
1: screamed.
0: I will tell you, if I could go back and do it all over again, I'd still pinch her. (laughs) (sighs) So, Jen, what are we talking about today?
1: So today we are going to talk about Birthright Brewing in Nazareth, PA, and talk about their menu a little bit, some of the items that we eat there, some of the beers that you drink there. Why aren't you going to talk about beer? What do you have against beer, lady? I don't have anything against beer. I wish I could drink. Unfortunately, I cannot drink due to medications that I'm on. I wouldn't be very fun if you... It would be a hospital trip, so we're just going to skip drinking you drink the beer and i'll drink the beer cheese
0: there you go that'll work i prefer all of my drinking excursions heavy on the alcohol hold the insurance deductible (laughs) yes with that being said i want to talk about the beer that i have today i do have a beer from birthright brewing and as is customary here on matt and friends drink the universe when we open the first one got to go into the microphone a little wow. bit. At the very least at the end of the first season we're going to have a lot of recordings of beer being open. Lots Maybe of I'll beer. put those all together. Today I am drinking from Birthright Brewing the Dark Migrations Porter, which I really enjoy. I'm a big fan of darker beers, porters, stouts, things like that in general. This particular porter is really really good. It has some heavier notes of coffee in it, but overall it's very smooth. Even though when you see it poured into the glass, it is pitch black. It is very, very tasty. There is plenty of flavor in it. It's got a nice finish. It doesn't have a nasty bite or bitterness on the back end at all. When you drink it, it finishes out with a very smooth flavor of cinnamon and brown sugar, and it's very enjoyable. It's very drinkable. A lot of dark beers, you have one, and that's pretty much it. You, you might want to change up to something lighter. You might not want that heavy flavor multiple times in a row. This particular one, you can sit and you can have a couple of them and it doesn't feel too heavy either.
1: I find it interesting that you like it just because you're not a coffee drinker, but you're saying it's good in the the beer?
0: Yes, I do like coffee flavor, although coffee in general, dear listeners, upsets Matt's tummy. (laughs) So I don't have it a whole heck of a lot, especially not for breakfast or anything like that. My last cup of coffee was approximately 10 years ago.
1: I believe when I was in the hospital and you had one, do you remember that? You were so jittery I do, and hyper yeah, I, for
0: like a week. I was so jittery. And sick. I, yeah, I probably could have spider-manned up the outside of the hospital that day. Glad you're okay, by the way. <laughs> but I don't. I get very jittery. I get very hyper. I can't sit still. I just don't like the way it really makes me feel. <laughs> Caffeine just doesn't do it
1: for me. Coffee beer, on the other hand, definitely does it for me. That actually sounds amazing. I wish I could have some. So you're just going to have to drink some for me. I do try
0: every time we go out to (laughs) make up for what you can't drink. I'm always trying to drink for two. I've been doing that since you were pregnant. It's just what I feel my duty is as a husband and to support (laughs) the fine places we go out to drink at. So Birthright Brewing is located in downtown Nazareth, Pennsylvania. It's very close to where we live. We like to pop up there for a quick lunch or a dinner or something like that. It's becoming one of our go-tos. One thing we will tell you, if you're going to go check out Birthright Brewing, just be aware that it's metered parking on the street. There's a little parking lot just down the street from there. But in general, it's metered parking But the meters in Nazareth are very, very affordable. So bring a couple of quarters, you'll be able to park all night. Nazareth in general is a pretty small town. It seems like there's a lot of people in the Nazareth borough and surrounding area. But as a resident, I can tell you, we all get to know each other pretty
1: quickly after you've
0: been here four or five years. Right. You're
1: always going to see somebody you know
0: when you're out. And, and for you, I feel like that's worse than it is for me because you grew up here.
1: Yeah. But surprisingly, sometimes even though a lot of people are still here, I don't see them as much. I see other people through other things that I was a part of more than actually people from like high school and stuff like that.
0: I feel like the atmosphere of Birthright Brewing is very relaxed. It's Definitely. not high intensity. It's very casual dress, that sort of thing. The tables are held up by barrels, that sort of thing.
1: It's very calm. It's chill. You can bring your kids there and not feel like you're bringing your kids to a brewery. Yeah. There's a lot of games there. They have a golf game there. That's why you have to bring quarters because last time we were there, we forgot the quarters and our daughter did not let it go. So when we went again, she made sure to remind us to bring those quarters because she wanted to play the golf game and- I believe she won.
0: Yeah, she did. She was under par on all of her golf shots. It's worth noting that she's six and a half years old. (laughs) Rather seasoned gamer at six and a half. Loves games. Oh, there's a pinball machine. So they have a couple of arcade cabinets. They have the golf machine. They have a pinball machine. And they also have a shuffleboard table. She loves that. Which is really cool too. Although piece of advice, if you're looking for the pucks to play shuffleboard, you need some extra sand on the table. They don't leave those out, so just ask your waitress, and you'll be able to get a game in while you're waiting for your food. I almost lost to a six-and-a-half-year-old, which is a little <laughs> embarrassing. She's but good. She is. She puts up a good fight.
1: I'm going to start with talking about the appetizers that we get when we're there. We always get the pretzel with the beer cheese. That's our absolute favorite appetizer. You definitely can share these it's items. gigantic. Yes. There are two different dipping sauces that you could... There's Two or three? three. three. There's That's actually right. three. You can get it with ranch, you can get it with beer cheese, or you can get it with cinnamon butter. And we don't do ranch, so we always do the beer cheese. You do the cinnamon butter one. Aww,
0: you love so that. So good.
1: I, I like that too, but the beer cheese to me is just amazing. I want. I could just drink it out of those little cups. They can just feed me that all day.
0: That's There's, amazing to me. There is another establishment in the area that serves beer cheese soup straight up. And Jen has been known to ask for it in a barrel sized <laughs> container, wondering if she can get the whole pot of it to go on the way out. The beer cheese at Birthright
1: is outstanding. It's so good. So we usually get that last time we needed food quickly because our daughter was starving. So we asked if they could just bring out some fries for her. Yeah, And they did, and they have two different types of fries there. They have one with the Cajun spices, which is amazing. One that you can get, I believe, with cheese on it. And then they have just plain. So we got her just plain salt and pepper fries. She thought they were the most amazing fries she's ever had in her entire life. And she is a
0: fry connoisseur. She's bounced all around most of Pennsylvania and a good chunk of Florida at
1: this point. It's her main, pretty much part of her uh, food pyramid. Fries. Don't judge us. They're right at the top.
0: No, it's the base. It's definitely the base holding (laughs) up the rest of the pyramid.
1: Yeah, that's true. Obsessed with fries. So they were the best. The top is chocolate ice cream. Yes, and ice cream. Those were the best fries she's ever had. And they are amazing. They remind me of like boardwalk fry at the beach. So I'm not surprised that she loved them so well because she does like the boardwalk fries. And I could actually eat the fries there because they do not fry in peanut oil. I also have a peanut tree nut allergy. So note to anyone who else has allergies and have to ask about menu items, they do not fry in peanut oil, which is nice. So I can have all the things that I love.
0: I know also you've had something there that I haven't had. And and it's very easy to notice right when you walk in, there's a big pizza oven right on your left. It's like a brick pizza oven. It smells fantastic. You can normally smell it when you're approaching birthright before the door is even open I've never had the pizza there, though, and I'll explain why in a minute, but I think you have had it at some point. I've
1: had some of it. Our daughter, like I said earlier, she is an extremely picky eater, and it was like really crisp, light type of crust. She really liked it. I was surprised because she is also super picky when it comes to pizza, one of her other favorite food items. And she ate half of it. So that's how we know that she likes it. Because if she doesn't really touch it when we go out places, you know, something's wrong with it. It's not her brand or she doesn't like something in it. But she really loved the pizza and raved about it. I tried it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. So if you're paying
0: attention so far, that means that we are on the same page food-wise as our six-and-a-half-year-old. So when we say (laughs) we're picky eaters, we all like the same types of things. Yeah. We're very plain. On the plainer side.
1: It it was good. I was good. I definitely get it again for sure. I've had other things there as well. I had the macaroni and cheese and that was amazing. You can top it with different items. I chose the bacon because I mean, who doesn't love bacon? It makes everything better. So I had bacon put on it and I believe there's like a buttered breadcrumb on top, something, something like that. It was so good. It's super cheesy. It comes out burning hot. And that's great because I love when I go to a restaurant and their food is burning hot. If it's not burning hot, I will send it back. So they bring it out in like a crock and it was just, it was so good. You could share this by the way, because it it was huge. I couldn't eat it all. I took half of it home. If you're going to share, you might not want to share when you're out.
0: Sometimes I don't like to share my food. But that speaks to the portion sizes for birthright in general. They're not small portions. They are large. It is very pub fare. You're going to have plenty to eat. Yeah. Most of the appetizers, if not all, are very shareable. If you want to share if you want. For those of you that have ever seen Friends, which I feel like as I'm saying that everybody's seen Friends, or at least or you've been living on another planet or under a large rock, there is a wonderful episode where Joey yells at everybody (laughs) around the dinner table, Joey does not share food!
1: That is Jen. That is me. Yeah. Yeah. If you take something off my plate without asking, I'm going to freak out a little bit. Or if you put your fork in my food and you eat off my plate, that happened one time where I used to work. I literally just gave the girl my lunch i said just just take it because i think that's gross i just don't do sharing food that way no, i not don't even really, share food with you no that applies to me as well absolutely will not share food with me after 11 plus years of marriage or drinks i feel New. like i don't know if somebody's eating something i don't like and then they're like try my drink i'm afraid like something's gonna be floating in it and i just Ugh. as i have
0: said to her many times we've made a baby but she <laughs> won't share a fork
1: i'll share with our baby that doesn't True. bother me, which True. is weird because kids, I feel like, are more germy, but I don't know. So I mentioned before that
0: I've never tried the pizza, and that's because every time we go, I do try different things, but I tend to go back to the birthright burger because it is fantastic. And
1: it, you're a burger guy
0: in general. I, I love burgers. Yes, I tend to love to try the cheeseburger wherever i happen to go if i'm in an area and i'm going back to the same restaurant multiple times guaranteed cheeseburger is always night one if it's a good cheeseburger it's going to be night two as well <laughs> i can tell you the best cheeseburger though i ever had jen and i's honeymoon on a uh, dock at a place called moritz resorts in the cayman it islands is amazing i don't know what was in that burger they
1: put mayo on it and we normally do don't not like mayo. like mayo but it was the best mayonnaise combination with the burger I we've ever had
0: that being said in the top 10 of burgers for me birthright burger right there because it has something on the burger that I really enjoy and a lot of people sometimes go "Nah." you can get it with a sunny side up egg Mm. it is a half pound Angus burger topped with cheddar bacon arugula and bacon jam and as I said I will get it generally without the arugula and bacon jam. We'll go with the sunny sign-up egg, the bacon, the cheddar cheese. They just cook it to perfection. There's so much flavor in it, and it is a half-pound burger. I'll give you a little background on Matt. Matt, at one point in his life, worked for Fuddruckers. I was a line cook for Fuddruckers. I made burgers for a solid year for Fuddruckers, and I can tell you, We weighed out the patties. We made sure they were accurate as to their size. A lot of places you go and they're like, this is a half pound burger. Nah, it's an eighth of a pound worth of burger. And you need to order another burger? Yeah, Yeah. generally you're not full yet. You're looking at it going, what is that tiny little hockey puck? The Birthright Burger is every bit of a half pound burger. It is thick, it is juicy, and just, I won't run right now because I'm talking about it. We might end up there for dinner, but.
1: That sounds great. I think I could just eat beer cheese with the side of the bacon jam. I could probably just make a meal out of bacon jam and beer cheese. That's, I mean, as long as you had something to
0: dip in it, maybe that pretzel to dip sure. in it. Sure. I, I don't or something. even need it.
1: Just give me a straw and I'll just drink it.
0: So interestingly, Something we didn't know before we went and we kind of looked at the menu just to refresh our memories because when we're there for dinner, we look down the dinner menu and that's it. I looked online. They have a brunch menu. Ooh. They serve brunch 10 a.m. to one, Saturdays and Sundays. I did not know that. And they have delicious looking things like a brunch pizza. What's a brunch pizza? It says ham, goat cheese, apple, sage, and eggs on a pizza. Wow, that's interesting. They have cheddar bacon biscuit sandwich. Okay, you have me at that. I'm good. They have one called Biscuit Love. <laughs> biscuit Love has house-made buttermilk biscuits served with fresh strawberry preserves. You can add sauces, gravy, or eggs. Mm. They have some bacon French toast with caramel sauce. Okay, I gotta go check that out. That sounds... Like the best thing ever. We have two or three different kinds of frittata on here. Avocado toast. What's a frittata? I'm not sure what that is. I know it has egg in it. Okay. And other stuff. I'm going to say it's kind of like an omelet, and I know that's wrong. And anybody who's knows more about food than me is probably listening going, oh my God, it's nothing like an omelet. No. Yes, I'll give oh, you that. Well, well, so I'm looking here. They also have the breakfast classics like Bloody Marys and Mimosas. So if you uh, want to re- start recreating that Mimosa episode we did for Drinkables, this is a good place to start and
1: find three items that go really well with your Mimosa as mm, opposed to what we did. I drink a non-alcoholic Mimosa. It's not as good, but it gets the job done. It gets you the flavor, right? Yeah, it gets the flavor. So that sounds good. What else they have?
0: They also have... For those of you with little ones that might be listening, they have kids' pancakes and kids' French toast, so tiny little kids' menu there. And then you can add any side you want, bacon, breakfast, potatoes, that sort of thing. Nice. That sounds really good. We're going to have to try that. You also had the macaroni and cheese there. I think I stole some off your plate and almost got stabbed in the hand.
1: Yes, we did talk about that. But I wanted to add, you can also put chicken on the macaroni and cheese. I've never tried that. I do love chicken, but I always usually get the bacon on it. I mean, I guess you can do a chicken bacon. Maybe I'll try that next time. That does sound pretty good. But I kind of just always tend to lean towards the bacon on everything. And you know what? I
0: I mentioned the burger before and I neglected to do something I really wanted to do. So as is Matt and friends drink the universe tradition here. When we have something that's really great or we really like, we take that as an occasion to make everybody sip their beer. So I'm going to give the Birthright Burger my stellar sip. Stellar sip. Yeah, and we also noticed that Birthright does have some activities going on. They have open mic nights every once in a while. They seem to be scheduled on Wednesdays when they do happen and they have stand-up comedy nights as well. I've seen Ooh. at least two or three of those in the last couple of months. That's interesting. Yeah, so if you're under a little stand-up, that'd be a good place to start. Oh, we'll have to check that out. We'll Date night. Check that, out. that sounds good. It seemed like the mix of comics they got were some local, some maybe coming in, doing like a little mini tour or something like that. Okay,
1: that's but. interesting. I would want to check that out.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And it's a small enough venue that it would be an intimate setting. You wouldn't be sitting 40, 50 feet back from the comic. You're going to be pretty no, close.
1: I'm wondering where, how they set that up because they do have two different rooms there because they bought out that other section of the building not too long ago and they also hold events. So people can have private events there, parties. So you they can. do have two different sections where the game and shuffleboard table is. That's where they do their events. Yes. Yes.
0: On the So when you walk in, there's kind of a main dining area and the bar. And then to the right, there's a doorway with a newer section. And in there's the, the games and the shuffleboard table. There's also an old phone booth in there, which is right. super interesting to explain to my kid what a <laughs> phone booth was. Because yeah. she couldn't comprehend the fact that at one point in human history, people didn't just carry their phones in their she pockets. She didn't want to go in
1: it. She was like afraid. She's like, yeah. what do you mean you go in it Yeah, and shut the like, door? She's yeah, like, No. She's, no. She was very weird. Like,
0: why am I going in this tank like thing? Why would am I, I close get the door? In? I don't want to do that. But I don't really think you should go in it either. There, I think there was a sign on it. That oh, said, don't Um, I, I didn't let her. Just so the universe knows, I didn't let her go in it. But she did ask. People go in that? It's weird. I don't want to go in that thing. Any closing thoughts you got over there?
1: I think in general, it's a great place to go. It's like I said earlier, it's very chill. You can go in after work, grab a drink, grab an appetizer. We usually tend to go on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We usually tend to go a little bit later, but I think overall, it's a great place to go. It's somewhere you can just hang out with your friends. Yeah, it doesn't seem to get too crowded either. No. We've,
0: I think maybe one time we waited five minutes for a table, but we've been there Friday, Saturday nights. And yeah, it's busy. There are definitely people there, but you're not asses to elbows, unable to stand or anything like that, you're able to get a table and be comfortable and people aren't standing on top of you. Like we said, we, we took our daughter there and uh, we didn't feel uncomfortable or like we right. were too crunched or was too loud or anything like that. If your ears are a little sensitive, it, it doesn't get really loud in there. I Not was there one night though, where it was a little more crowded. They had a food truck out front uh, serving some lobster. Ooh. Gotta love food truck lobster. And that night it was a little crowded, little harder to get a table. So so the friend of mine that I was there with and I just decided we were going to sit up at the bar. We had an appetizer. We had a couple of drinks and it was fun. Nice. And the one thing I will say about their beer menu is it changes every time I go. And I appreciate that because that means they're brewing. They're hard at work, Mm. not resting on any brewer's laurels. They are trying different things. They have some lighter IPAs that are really great. Some citrus sunrise IPA, a double mosaic mirrors. That is really great. It's a little higher. It's an 8.5 ABV, but very, very good. Uh, Passion fruit pilsner. Right now, a venti pumpkinino. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that very interesting. Sounds very fall. Yes, and they have a toffee nut brown porter as well, which I'm wondering if that's an offshoot of the the getting close, or if it's close to the getting close. They also had a pumpkin ale, and I'm looking for the exact name of it as I'm talking. But they had a pumpkin Halloween themed beer. That was very Ooh. good, very heavy on the ginger. It's a very good beer. Was it a dark beer? It was a darker beer. It was a darker mm. beer. They had an Oktoberfest as well. I've never had a bad beer from birthright. If I go somewhere and I don't like a beer, I tend you to be a little picky. cranky about it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because the craft beer scene, it's seven or eight dollars a a beer. True. We've talked on this podcast before about the untapped app and that some of us rely on the untapped app. As our memory because we'll go someplace, we'll check in, we'll go, Oh yeah, the next time we're back there. I remember that one, it wasn't that great. So yeah, I'm well, not pay order for, it again
1: for it again if you didn't like it and waste the money, get something else.
0: But I will say at birthright, I've never had a beer that I didn't enjoy. They were all good. I don't think you're gonna go wrong trying different things. Food's good. Yeah, and to that to that point about the beer, you can bring a diverse group of you know beer enthusiasts there, and you're going to find something that everybody likes, and I'll leave you with this. They just brought out a bacon stout called "Don't Go Bacon My Heart." Ooh. And the little description they give for that one: key ingredients: smoky aromas, solid oatmeal, stout base, uh, sung maple and bacon as the key ingredients. Wow. So, I have to try that one, I'm so gonna. I think we're definitely going for dinner now wow. if that wasn't- I uh, could smell
1: it. That's about all I can do and just pretend I'm drinking it.
0: I'll tell you what. <laughs> I will drink one. You smell it. And if you think it
1: smells good, I'll drink another one for you. Okay.
0: Sounds like a plan. We'll do that. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to us once again here at Matt and Friends Drink the Universe. We're always happy to have you as listeners.
1: And thanks again for having me as your special best friend guest today.
0: Super special. All the special. (laughs) Absolutely very special friend.
1: Well, thanks for listening, everyone.
0: Yeah, and go check out Birthright Brewery. First chance you get here in Nazareth, Pennsylvania.
1: This episode's
0: boozy quote comes from English singer Dave Barry. Without question, the greatest invention in the history of mankind is beer. Oh, I grant you that the wheel was also a fine invention, but the wheel does not go nearly as well with pizza. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from like Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon or iHeartRadio. Like, follow and push all the buttons for us on social media. Matt and Friends DTU, it's Matt and Friends DTU for Facebook and Instagram. For more information about the podcast, please visit mattandfriendsdtu.com.
1: Hey listeners, we're all here to have fun and we'd like to take a moment to encourage you to always drink responsibly. Never drink and drive. If you have a complicated relationship with alcohol or any other substances and want to talk about it, you can call 1-800-662-4357 for support. Cheers and thanks for listening.